This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Fitz. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Jury from Jury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Lutz from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. What is up, everyone? This is episode, I think, 191. I don't even know anymore. We recorded so many episodes. Uh, we just got back from ATA show. Um, kind of a heads up for this episode. Uh, we recorded with our good friend Larry McCoy from the Outdoor Group. Um, a lot of these AT episodes that are coming out are out of studio podcasts, obviously. So different things happen when you're on the fly and you're podcasting and holding conversation with people. Um, so and you're going to hear background noise and all sorts of just different stuff going on, which that's what the ATA show is. We were in the Rubline Marketing Group, um, kind of like their media meeting room so big shout out to rubline uh chase and um everyone there they were just super awesome to us it's just me and doug in the studio right now for this one yeah it's kind of nice me doug and his mustache oh your mustache was a hit at ata it was a big hit actually you can't you can't shave it we already talked about i have to no i don't you gotta shave it and then regrow it before next season like you know no it's gonna come back in full Okay, yeah. Hopefully with a vengeance. It's like a food plot. You can't keep the same food plot all year and expect it to kill a deer off it next year. True. 
<laughs> hope, well, I hope that happens. I mean, you got to regrow it, though. It's going to come back. I just... <laughs> wedding time. And stuff. But uh, that, just a heads up for these uh, ATA podcasts. They, we did them a little shorter. We were busy, had a lot of things to do, a lot of people to see, but it was just an absolute yeah. blast. And lots of people are coming in and out. Yeah, while we're talking, there's people in and out coming to look at all the gear in the rubline room. And um, But we just continued. To, we sat in the middle and recorded our podcast. And <laughs> it was pretty awesome. It was actually. it was really fucking yeah. cool. Um, so, yeah, another big shout-out to Rubline, Rubline Marketing, that is. Um, this podcast is brought to you by, well, first of all, we'll just start with our guest. We'll start with the company he's affiliated with, and that is Elite Archery. Um, mm-hmm. mm, tasty. That new ritual is amazing. Um, we, when we recorded this episode, we hadn't shot it yet, but now we have, and it's the top bow on my list to get for this next season. It is, uh, everything I want as a bow hunter and a bow. And I always say like the energy or the, uh, yeah, the synergy was like the, my favorite bow of all time. And this is right in the mix with that feel of the synergy. It was fantastic. Oh man. It, it was uh, so smooth. The ritual I think is honestly going to be the bow to look out for, um, this year. I think it'll, I think it's the best bow of the year because I say it's the best bow of the year. Uh, but no, Larry was awesome. He got us out there shooting in the elite booth and, uh, so check out EliteArchery.com, all their new bows. It's not just the the ritual. They got the echelon, all sorts of new stuff out, new colors, all the goods. Um, also brought to you by Scent Crusher. Uh, you know Scent Crusher. We talk about them all the time. Um, HHA Sports, they came out with some new goodies. Um, you know, you, everybody knows about HHA. If you listen to this podcast before, the leader in uh, single pin sites, uh, lifetime warranty. Um Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. That's a local company for us. Um, if you're not local to us, I'm sorry you can't utilize that. And uh, new, Actually, didn't some guy get meat from Michigan? I don't know if so he you could kind of use it. Yeah, he came down and he had a full cooler full of, like Smith's like sausage and stuff. He was up in Michigan, which was pretty awesome. Um, Something's going on there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how they did that. <laughs> uh, podcast also brought to you by uh, Rattler Grips, uh, Mana Coolers. They have, uh, mana coolers have came in handy over ATA. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. And, uh, so yeah, super thankful for all our sponsors. And, uh, we'll just cut right in the episode. I think that's all we need to say. And, uh, hope you enjoy. We're here at the, uh, 2018 ATA show in beautiful Indianapolis, uh, Indiana. I was called it Iowa. We're, it's a happening show today. We're actually, uh, we got a little special room because we're the most special podcast out there. And we have a very special guest. Because, again, we're a special podcast, so we get a special guest that wears a vest. Larry McCoy, what's going on, man? Oh, man, just uh, breaking away from the show. It's been a busy show so far, and, uh, uh, you know, everything's been going good so far. It's been, uh, you know, uh, just crazy busy. Well, it's exciting because the ritual is here, and we haven't shot one yet, which shame on us for not shooting one before this podcast. Right. But right. this is kind of to hype us up to go shoot it. <laughs> we didn't want to shoot right away. It's busy over there. And yes, last thing uh, I want to do is get in other people's way that are going to be purchasing the bows. So we got to give it a day. We'll get warmed up. Like, talk about the ritual a little bit. Darren covered it, but t- maybe the we'll start with that and the response of the ritual, and then we'll break into some other things with Elite. Yeah, the ritual, uh, that, that bow is, uh, it's... Uh, 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 it's probably the most efficient bow that's ever been built. We've, uh, 
you know, I was I was fortunate enough to be able to to shoot a deer in Kansas with the ritual and, mm-hmm. and spend some time. I got a little bit of time behind the bow and and it's the from the first time I shot it till now, it, it's like man, I really like this bow. And after a week of shooting it, I really love the bow. <laughs> so uh, I mean, uh, everything about it. If you like the Energy Thirty Five, if that bow felt good to you, and the Synergy and and some of the past Elite models all the way up to date, really everything that we have done. Uh, you know, from the past to now, was put into this bow, and right. it, and it's it just shoots amazing. I think, like we talked earlier before the podcast, a lot of people ask about the E thirty five and the synergies and the E thirty two, and like they love that energy series so much. I think they can look forward to a lot of that feel, like you said, in this new bow and try the the cool badass looking new riser and the new colors are awesome. I don't know if yep. you want to touch on some of the that uh, it's like that gunmetal style color and the also I just. They all look good. Yeah, the graphite gray seems to be going over really well. It's uh, uh, the the color just pops. It looks good. Yeah, it, looks it so just good. has kind of that like a uh, that terminal techno look. At it. You can hunt with it too. Like yeah, it's not like yeah. this like overly glossy type finish. It's a it's a it's it's shiny enough, but it's relatively flat. Where you could really you could pull it off in tree stand, no oh, yeah, problem. For yeah, sure. it's kind of a, it's hard to describe, but uh, it's one of those that it definitely catches your eye when you walk by. Everybody, we set that right on the edge of the yeah. booth, and everybody yeah. walks by. Whoop, they put on yeah. the brakes and stop and want to take a look <laughs> at it. So my favorite color, and it, it was uh, last year we saw you at the Iowa Deer Classic was that sunset pink, and you look at it again this year, and do, it like changes colors. And I remember you guys said that, and I was just so in awe the last time we were there because you were there, and I was like, oh, so star starstruck. <laughs> Yeah, oh. I, I couldn't even. <laughs> yeah, right. I couldn't Shining even. Up. I couldn't even just really. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember uh, was meeting you. But this time, you know, I knew that we were such superstars that we could go in there. And now that I got a good look at that boat. It is really cool the way that that sunset pink looks. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, actually, that sunset pink is a really, really popular color too. It you know, good, it, it is. It, yeah, it does. I'd I mean, shoot it. I really would. Yeah, I mean, there's the purple's my favorite though. Yeah, yeah I mean, little, one of them. I'm the, a fan thing, of the, the thing too is the coating on, on the bows. It's uh, you know with a rounded dice finish. It's it's very very durable. So mm-hmm. what it looks like the minute you took it out of the box, it's going to look the same. Yep. A year from then, right? Uh, we so take a lot of pride. Guys. Yeah, we take a lot of pride in the fit and finish of of all the bows. So That's I got to say that for sure too. Because on my tempo, that thing has been beat off tree stand steps, getting pulled up when it's cold or let down. If you you know what I mean, and it's it looks good as new. And I've had other bows where it's like you scratch it and the finish comes off, and you're like, "Oh yeah, you barely heck? naked on a branch and it scratches <laughs> off." You're like, "Gee, yeah. Christmas!" Yeah, my dad is the hardest on any bow. It almost makes me cry. And he's got an Impulse 31, and the thing looks good. It's just dirty. I'm like, "Man, are you, are you <laughs> crawling around on your hands and knees or what? Like, what you do? To this thing? <laughs> like, how did your bow get like this? It's like it works. I'm like, yeah. well, I know it works. <laughs> 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 it's crazy but yeah that's a thing that i've noticed too like i take note of that it's you know even my my synergy from a few years ago yep i beat that thing not on purpose just wear and tear of using yep. the hell out of it and it i'm impressed man it yeah, held up exactly you know and that, and that and we take a lot of pride like i said in the fit and finish of the bows making sure we're putting something out there that's that's durable and it's going to last you know people save their money to, to spend money to buy the you know the premium hunting equipment and, and stuff and they right, want right. you know we want stuff that you know they're going to be proud to own not sure to mention so to like come. the price point on the on the uh oh man i'm the ritual i'm sorry mm-hmm. what, what what can people expect that to be right around okay yeah the ritual the uh the ritual is going to come in at uh, uh with the msrp in 999 so perfect good, good. Yeah. yeah i think people appreciate that and 
you know, the last year's bows, maybe a little pricey, kind of caught some people off guard, but it's cool to see it back down in there. But different aluminum, and you know, it requires different prices. Yeah, there's, you know, there's a thing. There's also a learning curve, too, from us as manufacturers, you know, when uh, obviously when, when you get a, a different grade aluminum, it's different machine cycle times, which right. take longer and, and stuff. But we, uh, you know, we were able to, you know, uh, gain some efficiency. We're efficient, we're a lot more efficient through the factory. So uh, instead of, we want to pass that on, you know. Right. Uh, when we're better and uh, building stuff, we can pass the savings on to the to the dealer and then on down to the consumer. Mm-hmm. So, right, absolutely. Uh, and one thing Darren mentioned, I think, is worth uh, touching on again, is the efficiency of the performance of the bow. And it's the most efficient bow on the market. Oh, it is, and you can tell when you shoot it. Yeah, yeah. The, there's not a rubber piece on the bow, as far as uh, you know, uh, in between the split limbs. Uh, the limb dampeners, the uh, string dampeners, and when you shoot the bow, you're going to be surprised on how quiet the bow is. Mm-hmm. You're just going to feel that there's no vibration because really what efficiency is is, uh, you know, noise and vibration. So, right. uh, you know, with uh, and all of that energy is being put where it needs to be put, pretty much. Yeah, right, right to the arrow. So right. it's going right to the arrow. So, yeah. And I was talking with uh, one of the reps in the booth. He said the heavier – I always thought not really – thinking about it too much or about the efficiency of what you're getting out of your bow i think that's an overlooked thing in a weird way maybe it's not but for me it sort of is like well how efficient is your bow what are you getting out of it and he's like to, to me i think well the heavier arrow you're going to lose some efficiencies like actually it gets better yes it actually does arrow. get better uh you know your your arrow recovers usually a little bit quicker uh mm-hmm. and which in turn uh, makes you a little bit more accurate down mm-hmm. down range so uh, you can be in that ninety percent efficiency range with a good hunting arrow. Is that right around where you're at? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's you're you're doing really good to be right up around that ninety percent. That's that's impressive. Sounds so, like we're gonna gonna need yeah. our checkbooks out here after this. <laughs> like, can we just leave with one of those bows? After yeah, the show? Like, well, you're I, cool I, with that, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm all right with that. I was trying to leave with one of the echelons because I found the echelon in pink. Uh, oh. And it was a 37, and I was like, "You can leave with I, it, just don't I'm let like, me see you." Yeah, yeah, I go, I go, I try. Because I was like, I was like, "Hey, go to one of the other bow companies, so we can, you know, put a bow up." And you know, when everyone's closing up, they look and they go, "You know, you ever see that scene in a movie where like they like one dog goes missing, someone stands there, <laughs> and all of a sudden we got the bow back at our hotel room, and it's gonna be awesome." Yeah, the uh, sleeping with it. You brought up the echelon. The echelon, you know, it's uh, the 37 and the 39 echelon. You know, it being new offerings this year as well we've gotten received super super positive response on the target side of that uh the difference you know we have some uh, a little bit different feature there you can uh you can actually choose uh whether you want a cable stop or a limb stop with that bow uh each bow will come with uh cable stops in the box that's awesome it's huge a lot of the guys that are into the leads love that solid feel but yeah if you can customize it and you can get any feel you want out of a target bow like that that's that's impressive that's awesome yeah and that you know that's the thing with <clears throat> with the cable stops i found too that it didn't necessarily feel like uh a lot of the other cable stop really? bows that are out there it, it's, it does have its own little unique feel that uh, uh a lot of guys are shooting a hinge style release and stuff mm-hmm. the the release breaks pretty easy for them still but it's uh uh but it's still pretty solid on the back end See, I think that feel has caught on so much lately in the last few years because of Elite. And that's what guys love so much about, like, their synergy and just the shootability of the feel of that bow and the the Energy Series E35. And a lot of people still ask about it. We get a lot of messages from uh, listeners. Hey, uh, what do you guys think of the E35? Like, I'm looking at an older one. And I don't think a lot of people realize 
you can still get new E35s and now synergies. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's too is the the synergy and the energy 35. They're still in the lineup. The impulses, the impulse 31, 34, they're still there. They're all great shooting shooting bows. Uh, <clears throat> what we really wanted to do is we wanted to make it easier for somebody to experience that that you know shooting an elite. Sure. Going to take the shootability challenge. You know maybe your checkbook isn't going to support. Uh, this bow, but it will this. You're still going to have a great shooting, high end bow. Even yeah. our enlist, our enlist just com- comes in at seven hundred dollars, and uh, and <clears throat> you know it's still a machined aluminum riser, uh, still quality, quality. Which most uh, bows in that in. price range are cast and a little yeah clunky, you know, uh, yeah. Looking. And and <laughs> we've received a, a, a incredible response on the enlist bow as well. I can't wait to shoot that bow as well over there and check <coughs> yeah. that out. I brought my release this year. I always. Always forget it. Yeah. <laughs> big Mike. Mike. Our security guard. We have a security guard. That's how big uh, big we are. And, uh, our security guard's taking a, little a break. Chaos so. outside. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. Yeah. He, he keeps people out when we're recording, you know, so we do that. But, exactly. Uh, no, I remember my release. We're going to get over there and shoot them all, and I, uh, I can't wait. Steve, I'm scared but, Steve's going to, like, do no. something wild. No, speaking of uh, releases, uh, you know, because – Elite's part of the outdoor group. Scott uh, has some brand-new releases out, and yeah. we got to mess around with those. And what I was super happy, uh, because even though I'm su- such a big superstar, you know, Larry. Oh, you know yeah. I mean, from big dog, from one big dog to the other, uh, <laughs> I got little hands, and there's nothing I can do about it. But they came out with uh, with a release that it's it's cool, um, and I, I'm spacing on the name of it. I wrote it down, and I forgot where I wrote it down, but it has... Two like you get two adjustables. The click and the moon are completely separate. Readjust it, and it comes, and in, it a, comes in medium. Well, it's and it's a hinge style so, release. Yep, that's the new ascent. The yeah, yep. the ascent. This, that's yep, what it is. It comes release, in three different yeah. sizes, right? Yeah, like it's small, a, medium, and large. Uh, you get a four figure too, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. it's a, that's actually that release there. It's uh, I think we're going to do really good uh, with that release. Uh, people been been really asking a lot about uh, you know requesting a micro adjust from Scott mm-hmm. and. And you know our engineers really put their heads together, and they hit it, hit they hit it out of the park with this this release. It's I think a lot of our listeners are just people in general that are curious about a back tension style release. Like I always talk about, I'm I shoot the hex, mm-hmm. and I'm in love with it. I love it with the click, and I always explain like when I, a deer comes in, I squeeze to my click and then hold it, and then squeeze through the rest of my shot. Mm-hmm. And I think. A lot of people don't understand, like when you say like the micro adjust on it. Like, what are you adjusting? Can you kind of just explain that? Yeah, break it yeah, down? Uh, sure. Whenever you you draw, everybody draws, and their hand placements just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like my hand placements just a little bit different here. So when mm-hmm. I get to full draw, and I start to execute my shot, it may be a longer period of time before the release wants to go off Mm -hmm. so what you can do is now you can micro adjust and fine-tune that in Mm -hmm. to get it off to where it's comfortable for you so if you if you're a guy that gets you want to get on the dot or get on the animal and just let her rip then you can actually do that if you if you choose to hunt with a with a hinge style release right or but a lot of the hard guys decide to shoot it and which is which is great now the other spectrum though is a lot of guys especially on the target and they like to aim uh, and they'd like to hold the pin right on right where they want it to hit and uh, which is which is a good thing too and then so they can execute the shot they'll hold the pin right where it needs to be mm-hmm. and then so they can make that travel just Bury a little bit longer mm-hmm. yeah right. Right. and just and just execute a good shot so and I think too uh, is a lot of people that are new to them like I'll admit like I like the hex because I in hunting situation I can pull it back with the strap and it's I'm not gonna punch myself in the face um, 
But what I like is you can set them heavy to get used to the back tension style till you get comfortable, and then then continue to play with what feels right to you. You know, for your the shot. hex is probably the, in my opinion, it's probably the best release that nobody knows about. I would agree with that, and I'm worried. Yeah. I went in there. I'm like, please tell me the yeah. the, the, the hex is still around. Yeah, like, it's, don't. It's still oh, he was in. Uh, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, um, there were an off an hour of sleep. Uh, Taryn, or was it Tyler? Uh, he's in the. He was in the uh, Scott booth, but either, he was either way. Yeah, I'm like, please tell me he's he still was looking it. for <laughs> it, and he finally found it. He goes, yeah. Oh yeah, no, we still got yeah. it. I don't know why that hasn't taken off. I mean, it's yeah. a popular well, release, but it's like no one. You know, I think people, it. a lot of people, are kind of because when you mention the word uh, hinge release, or back, they get a little bit timid about it. But I'll tell you, it's for a training aid for executing yeah. good shots. Uh, if you're coming off of a a wrist strap trigger style release and want to do a back tension, it's a good. A, excellent safe release for you yeah. to to you know get used to the motion and it helps it you understand re- it too. it really helps you understand archery you shooting and executing a good shot because it forces you to aim and put the pin yep. where it needs to be yeah i completely agree with that i've killed a lot of deer with mine and i love it i i'll never go back to a regular style i mean as of right now i'm loving that thing yeah and i just want i almost want to buy a, like a pile of them just to have them in like i'm just worried it, just, i hope it's around forever can you tell me it'll be around yeah, forever yeah it's a, it's a good release i'll tell you the thing here's the thing <laughs> please is, tell me larry yeah <laughs> <laughs> give me the uh, answer me. i have not heard any rumors or any and nobody say anything about getting rid of that release okay. and i i will i will definitely be against getting rid of that release because good it's a huge training tool for me I in the summertime when I'm shooting, I shoot the hex. I shoot the hex, even though I hunt with a wrist strap release. I shoot the hex in the summer because it keeps me focused and trained. Yeah, uh, you know, on executing good shots uh, and target panic. Uh, you know that that's uh, you know a lot of people go through that where mm-hmm. you know they they jump on that trigger and yeah. stuff. And yep. this is a release that can help you uh, help you contain that. I would agree with yeah. that. My I became significantly more accurate with that release because like it forced me to bury and think about my shot and mm-hmm. it's uh like i don't know i always heard i heard levi say this one time it's like stuck with me it's like say there's a cliff you got to get to the bottom you know with the regular caliper release you jump with that you're it's kind of a gradual slope mm-hmm. and so you squeeze through your shot more than shot now you right. know so Even with the i don't know if that makes sense but well a thumb style too like i know i got bad bad target panic even before the season started so i was like hey kurt you got that longhorn hunter right and he's like yeah i'm like well i want to see if i can use that and i use that through the season and i well that's still a back tension release. yeah it's it's yeah. a full-on back tension and it's for me that was really comfortable and i like a handheld release and a back tension but i wanted to shoot the hex well with the thumb button i don't but, know if that's where you're going you can still shoot those incorrectly and have target yeah, panic you can mm-hmm. and that oh, was sure. my whole you start anticipating the shot a little bit. Right. Well, here's the thing too with the with the hex that uh, your fingers are more out to the side like a wrist yeah. strap release. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so instead of having one finger on a trigger, you've got two there, but you're just executing. You're pulling through your mm-hmm. shot mm-hmm. and uh, and you know target acquisition, staring at where you want to hit, uh, and it, it just gets to be second nature to where. And then when you right. put a wrist strap on. You're doing the same thing. Yep. yep. Well, the th- like I had pictures online on our on our Facebook or Instagram. I can't remember which of me shooting with that release, and you, know, you can see my hands on it. it. Looks a little different. People are like, what do you? What kind of release are you shooting? And I had to like explain it. And like, we talk about it enough on the show, and I think some people have tried it out. But you can go to your shop, your bow shop that carries Scott releases, and give one a test run, and yeah. you know, think about it and try it. And like you said, if anything, if you don't hunt with it, 
it's a good yeah. practice release. Yeah, use it as a training aid for sure to keep your keep your keep you sharp. But not everybody sure. gets lucky the first time they shoot a deer and Christian Berry teaches them how to shoot it. He did teach me how to shoot back in the day. Yeah. It was back in the day at the bone shed. That's when I bought that release. Yeah. So it's been yeah. three years when we three first years started ago, that podcast. Yeah. That's a that's awesome. Yeah, Darren's a good guy, and and I would yeah, he's a great teacher and, mm-hmm. and a great advocate for archery for sure. I mean, I, I'm super super happy that he's on our team. Favorite guy in archery, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and he's always willing to do podcasts with yeah. us. I don't know <laughs> yeah. how he's, yeah. he saw us this morning shortly after we saw you, and we were staying out in the hall. He came down and he made sure he went out of his way, and he did it too. Um, he was in the middle of running back and forth uh, when we were we were talking to uh, Paul Biggs, another superstar. Yeah, you know he's the Legend. second oh, yeah. second big dog. Yeah, OPB. Not dog. OPB. <laughs> 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 and he made sure to like you know go out of his way and wave at us, and he was just handling business the whole time. So like that's. That was awesome to see. Oh yeah, you know, you guys are part of the. You know, we appreciate come on, come on anytime. Uh, you know, and and it's always a good time with you all for sure. Open door policy. Yeah, <laughs> the open door, door revolving door policy. Paul's got to Paul's got to learn something now. Uh, He's yeah. never going to be as big as you, Larry, until he gets a vest, man. That's right. <laughs> what am I, I, and I guess I am wearing the vest. Is he not? Is he not allowed to wear one? Do you call uh, the shots? Yeah, you have to. He's not past the dojo. Yeah, that's the black belt. I, I asked best. him if he had those, those sleeves were zip on and zip off or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this morning, I was like. It's, because it's the same color, you're close, Paul. But they need to come out with that where you put sleeves on it. I need that vest. I I don't own one, but sometimes my body is cold, but my arms are warm. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> you get the, the, the guns. You know, you hey, when you the fire ink. off the yeah, when you fire off the gun, the barrel gets warm. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I need I do need that. vest. We need elite vests. Yeah, yeah. someone's got to make that. Make that I'm all about it. Dude. We're gonna make that happen, yeah. Like a nice stitched, and then I want like my number on the back too. <laughs> yeah. What's your number? Point five. Uh, yeah, point five. Because I'm like half the man I should be, <laughs> and I want that constant reminder weighing me down that every time I try to, if I'm shooting, man, I look at myself in the mirror and then I like turn around because I gotta have two mirrors, so we gotta put the number backwards. So I gotta be five point zero. So I always look at point. Oh, it's gotta be two. I don't know. I'm just rambling. We have not had <laughs> yeah, be careful. That turned yeah. into five zero. You know what? This is the first I've been to ATA show, and this is very, very overwhelming. It's and so fun, man. It's, it's a blast. I'm having such a blast. And, you know, you get to see all your friends. Oh, we talked all morning. We stood over at the Elite booth and yeah. just talked to everyone walking yeah. in, and it's just so, it's the family, man. It's awesome. That, it that's what's so awesome about this industry, too. You mm-hmm. know, you know, it doesn't matter what bow company. You know, every bow manufacturer makes a great bow. They do. It's, mm-hmm. it's about, you know, somebody shooting one that's comfortable, uh, you know, that getting something that they're comfortable shooting. If they're comfortable shooting, they're going to shoot better. It's yep, that simple. Absolutely. Uh, so, right. and, and that's what's most important. But you really see that when you walk into this building at this event. I Definitely. Mean, you know. That you know we'll have you know Hoyt guys come over high five you know yeah whatever you know that's what it's, it's all just, about yeah, you know? exactly you know hey, we're we're all hunters and uh, and you know we do, we have to you know keep the fun in it that's too, right you know keep the fun in it keep it fun I mean don't let uh, you know if you, if you got a kid that uh, wants to get out in the woods get them out there get them mm-hmm. out there and let's uh, you know that's, right. that's something uh, we need to focus more on too is getting kids we haven't done like a full episode on that and that's something we need to really dive in on is like people that are you know don't know how to approach it the correct way like not to put the pressure on them and oh, let yeah, them have the, fun and there's, like, there's nothing that pisses me off more when I, until you know i get on facebook or something and you see a picture of a of a 15 year old girl who killed her first deer 
110 inch eight point and then you got these people out there bashing them. oh you should yeah. let that deer walk. right you know what? Hey, that's not what it's about no. you know even, like, even if you take your kid out and he's being loud and just like whatever he wants to play on the ipad or whatever he's out yeah. there you should you know enjoy the outdoors but they got to kind of learn to to yeah. sit it's and part of the process yeah it's part of the process so i mean absolutely. i'm sure i was a pain in the butt whenever you know when i was <laughs> when young, you're a little my shit. dad and grandpa yeah oh, I, was, I was for I was sure <laughs> yeah when i was sitting in the blind or whatever and uh, we didn't have freaking iPods or, or iPhones or nothing. We right. Had, we had I Game just, Boys back yeah, then. Exactly. Oh, yeah. The Game Boy where you had to have the extender light <laughs> yeah. in it. Yeah. My old, man, my old man would take me to blind. He'd be smoking cigarettes. Yeah. You know, I had a yo-yo. Yo, sorry, guys. A yo-yo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Duncan. I was going to say, we didn't even have phones in my day. <laughs> what was, the, what was the big yo-yo back in the day? Was the Duncan Butterfly? Is that yep. what the thing was? It was. Yep. Dude, I remember my dad took me out one time, and I was bored. We were sitting. We were gun hunting before I even bow hunted. And I remember just rattling. He just let me rattle because, and I, I rattled probably for thirty five minutes straight. <laughs> and he's probably like, whatever. <laughs> he's like, man, I'll, I just love smacking these horns together. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, let's do it again. <laughs> They're the fake plastic ones, you know. I'm just banging plastic together. I got a question for you, Larry. This is my first time coming. So, what would you say to somebody who's never been? What goes on here? I mean, it's closed to the public, basically. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, what does the outdoor group do? How do they, you know, is this the yearly sales? How does that all work? Yeah, yeah. What what we do, the, this is kind of the the show, the kickoff, the the new year with the new products and stuff. I know a lot of the new products have launched and some, uh, there's been some, some new products and dealers where maybe you've experienced going into experience, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that. But from the dealer base, the dealers show up here and that they'll come go through the new products come and and you know place their orders for the year okay. and you know just basically get educated about what's new and 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 upcoming through the industry uh so uh it's a it's a super great uh, uh event uh and uh you know super positive outdoor group we have uh shoot nine booths over there kind of wow. on, on one whole corner with uh you know the Shooting lanes, kind of right awesome over there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the whole family. Dude, yeah. you got Phil Vanderpool over there working the lanes too, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I walk over there because I, I see you and I see PV yeah. over there, and I'm like, Oh well, yeah, you, you need to go over and check one of this sad daddy out right here. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. You know, you this, this sad daddy. <laughs> this sad. <laughs> this sad boy. That's some buck. <laughs> you sound just like that. You see awesome. that coming on that some buck? The round man with the square <laughs> deal. Awesome. I love that guy to death. Oh, man. I'll tell you a story real guy. quick. All we right. were going to Montana this year, and it's. I mean, we were driving through all night, and Philip was way ahead of us, and he's like, he gets on the phone, and he's like. Hey, Mac, Larry Mac, I think I'm going to have to stop at the rest stop, man. I don't know about keeping my eyes open. <laughs> I said, all right, well, where are you at? And we're in South Dakota. So he gave me the, he's like, I think, well, I just passed mile marker. So I was like, I have no idea where that's at. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, what's the closest town? So we go by this town, and it's like 3 in the morning. And Ryan, the guy that was filming, uh, and it's also on Respect the Game with uh, with me, he uh we go pulling up, and I see his truck in the closest restaurant stop. So I'm going through my phone. I'm like, oh, man, I've got Apple Music. And I'm like, Lionel Richie, perfect. So Lionel Richie, <laughs> it was hello. And I, oh. I had, so he's, he's dead asleep. He's dead asleep. And I just lay on my horn, pull up next to him, and he comes 
popping up like a little ninja. And, uh, <laughs> rolls the window down. I'm cranking Lionel Richie. I was like, there ain't nothing like music. Keep you awake at night, buddy. Let's get on the road. <laughs> She's like, you got to be kidding me, Mac. You got to be kidding me, Mac. <laughs> That's the perfect PV. Yes, yes. The best, the best. So funny. What would have made that better is if all of a sudden he woke up and he had like a little 38 in his yeah. hand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> with a gun in his hand. He's paranoid. Yeah. 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 To me, he's like, I'm going to try my best, Philip. Curtis? I'm like... The missed you in Missouri. I didn't go. I know we sure had a good time, didn't we? Eric? I was gonna say, Eric and I in Missouri. I can't do it for a week. You need to record them every time. Let's hit deer cams. Oh boy, look at this! Oh, look at this, sad daddy. Oh man, Eddie, we should have been in the stadium. And he gets so so excited. It's awesome. I'll tell you what. There, there's nobody that that hunts harder, and and then then Phil Phil will get out there and he'll grind it out. You can see his passion for it. Yeah, pretty awesome. He loves it. Loves it. Oh yeah, we we flip each other all kinds of crap. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's uh, well. I just found out the respect the game episodes coming up. We're, I mean, these antelope are whooping my ass out in out in Montana. Yeah. We were, I mean, I was probably like twenty eight stocks in. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, I, could t- I could tell you what their ass looked like. I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> twenty eight. Yeah, but we, uh, yeah, we got in and finally we were able to put a stock together and the right before that i was like all right we'll try it in the blinds because it was raining and stuff and he's in this one blind he could see my blind from from where around i got a decoy from it well he's in there shooting all these little uh like segments yeah oh shit. yeah about well, did you hear that he's like did you hear that he's in there blowing them damn dual game calls He's like, we're antelope hunting. What the hell's Mac thinking? <laughs> so, I'm like, so, yeah, we had no idea he's filming that stuff. But that yeah. is awesome. Filming so, you and your blind from yeah. across the way? Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, it was just Dude, it was he, crazy. He did that on another episode. It was like Clint Swatch was uh, was hunting, and he's like, he's like, Clint don't know, but we could see him here. And there's like a deer in the field. So they're like filming the deer and filming Clint. And he, Clint smokes the deer. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah, that was, was in Montana. That, that was in Montana. Yeah. Was yeah. Okay, yeah, because yeah, you three were hunting. Oh, it's yeah. so hilarious, though, because they, they pan back, and all you see, and you hear Clint say, who the hell is this? And Philip's like, I got him. I got him. I got it all. I got him going down. I got him going down. Oh, man, that's hilarious. It would be like if you did something embarrassing, lie about it. Like, dude, we know you're lying. You know what I, mean? I filmed you from afar. It was, it was funny stuff. It's like that show Cheaters. Right, <laughs> yeah. Show, man. Oh, my God. Have, like, a camera show up. Man, yeah, his buck was, like, 160 inches. They're like, actually, no, it wasn't, because here we are here filming. I don't know. You shot a <laughs> I, that was off the wall there with that. Yeah, I was, I know, I was really, I was cross. I was just like, cross like I know, I know the show. Just got roll the layer. Hey, watch cheaters. Wow, wow. Don't, don't fight it later. <laughs> submit to the Steve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just submit. Just submit. <laughs> tap out. Hey, cause, cause, <laughs> if I beat you, I take your vest. To be the, <laughs> Rick, Rick Flair said, "To be the man, you got to beat the man." Well, to wear the vest, you have to beat the best. You know what I say to that? What's that? <laughs> oh my god! I think we need to end it there. That's Rick Flair woo. We've covered everything we need to cover yes. on this podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. We will be back with more short stories from ATA. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.